for a second, Lucy? I can talk for a second. It's very strange that they're labeling a direct. Very strange. Very strange. Very strange. Mm. Um, so I'll begin, I suppose. Welcome, friends, yeah. to Tanked Up, the podcast all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Who's just absolutely craving a beer. I need one. <laughs> okay, cut, okay. Cut, cut everything. Let's right. just jump right into Fine. it. Fine. It's episode 345. Lucy, what beer are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. I am drinking a stout because oh. I believe it's stout time. I think it's that time of year. Yeah, that's fair. I think we're there. Yep. Yeah. Um, this is a smoky imperial stout. Um, so a little bit different. Hope the smoke isn't too uh, overpowering. Um, it's ten percent, and it is. It's called Fuma Papa, and it's from uh, Brewery Saint Mars of the Desert, a brewery that I really still want to visit up in Sheffield. Um, yeah, picked up a few of their beers recently, and they're always all so good. So, yeah. yep. Hopefully, this carries on that trend. Um, it's got. Barley oats, wheat, um, and that's it, really. This is a small batch beer brewed by Dan, Martha, and Scarlett in our brewery in Sheffield. Nice, yeah, nice. I think it. you've had a beer from these guys on the podcast before, because I'm sure I'm sure we've had a discussion about the name mm-hmm. um, previously. Um, I I've got a ten percent stout in my fridge. Ooh. I almost grabbed it for tonight. I was feeling something a little bit lighter. Um, I have gone for a stout. It's an oatmeal stout from Good Chemistry Brewing called Throwing Shade. It's only 6%. Um, They have lots of information on the back, some of which I will read. Uh, All the oats, jumbo, malted, and golden naked oats give this dark and roasty stout a smooth, silky body. Bramling Cross hops provide highlights of hedgerow fruits. It is 15% hoppiness, 80% maltiness, 50% bitterness, and 40% sweetness. Um, obviously not a cumulative percentage there for, uh, mm-hmm. for those things. Um, they do give other little bits of flavour text, as Good Chemistry do. You know I love Good Chemistry, everyone. So um, go and buy their cans, and you can see what information they put on. I'm going to pour this, and we're going to come straight back to you, Lucy. Yeah, cool. Um I mean, it could definitely smell the smoke uh, immediately uh, as soon as I pop the uh, tab on the can and mm. just even holding it like, you know, half a foot away can still smell it. So it doesn't fill me with much confidence that it won't be too overbearing, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's a considered mm. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think, you know, just right off the bat, it's like getting that smoke, but I think it's not as overwhelming as I first thought from the smell and from the first taste. Mm-hmm. Especially when my palate becomes acclimatized to it, I think it'll just be, you know, it won't be as jarring at first but even so on the first sip it's it, it's still this it, i think it's tempered enough where it's not overwhelming it's actually gives it a nice kick to it to be honest um yeah. it doesn't taste like a burnt cigarettes and ashtray 
debris Good. in my nose. So, <laughs> so um, it's passed that test. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm guessing it's the alcohol content as well, but definitely getting that warming feeling. I think mm. the smoke just adds to that. And, okay. Um, is it more yeah, it's, like it's sort of like a bit of a burnt wood kind of, you know, getting sort of more of those yeah. like tannin sort of uh, notes in there that are just a little bit more bitter perhaps? Yeah, it, it doesn't really quite have like those um, kind of like fruity, you know, plum mm. kind of um, like uh, tannin-esque t- taste that's like some stouts have. It doesn't quite have that. It's very much more bitter, dark chocolate. Um right kind of taste to it but 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 yeah it's it, it as you were saying a bit woody a bit oaky as mm. um as if it i mean it doesn't have that like sweetness of like a bourbon aged mm-hmm. you know barrel oak beer but it still has it still has you know that, that kind of as you say woody oaky um taste to it um trying to think if it's quite dry or not it's obviously not too dry to, to kind of stick with you from the first sip. No, no. Um, now that I've said that and I had another taste, I am getting a little bit of those like kind of dark fruit notes okay. as well. So that's nice. But um, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's not a dry aftertaste. It doesn't just completely dry you out. It's It's got a... You know, I think it's that smoke. <laughs> it's mm. like I think I think that's what's um, drying my mouth out more and making me want to go for in, you know, another sip. But at the same time, if you go for another sip, it's going to be like even more smoke. Not in a, as I said, not in a you know unpleasant way. It's not acrid. It doesn't taste burnt. It's it's got a nice you know just underlying smokiness to mm. it that just goes throughout the whole flavor and. It's persistent and it's nice. It's it, as I say, it's not too overwhelming. Um, yeah, it's 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 bitter. It's like <laughs> you know um, when I say when I said dark chocolate, you're probably not getting any sweetness of that chocolate. I think it's just that those bitter notes. But mm. it's nice and as I say, it's if you're you know if you don't like smoky beers, don't stay away from this. You know, but um, yeah, I'd say it's a very nice taste in like probably a bit stronger like rash beer like hmm. got that smoke it's not overpowering it's not overwhelming it adds something it isn't it, it isn't one of those where it's just in the background it's much more in the forefront and just underlying that um everything else in there but does it to a you know a degree where it's, it feels fine-tuned enough where it's not overwhelming so nice good yeah i like it i like it it's, it's one i'll probably sit um a bit more slowly but it's, it's good i like it Considering how wrong some of these beers can go, (laughs) (laughs) they've done it very well. Good, good. Um, I assume we'll start to see more like fest beers, doppel box, imperial Mm. stouts. You know, as the as the kind of the darker months start to creep in as well. So we we will almost have a bit of a turn on the podcast where these are now the beers we'll start to (laughs) drink. Um, But yeah, for me, starting off a little lighter with that six percent oatmeal stout. Um, when I cracked it, I know on the can it's quite a uh, a low s- sweetness. Was it about, I'm about forty percent, so not super low in its sweetness. But it got a, a, like almost a sweet kind of like because it was carbonated, really, really fizzy when I cracked it. I'm getting this almost kind of cola 
sweetness just off the nose, which when that had all calmed down has almost gone completely. And it's much more of a, there is a bit of a sweetness there, but it, it's, it's edging more towards like the kind of sweetness that you would get with a milk stout. I don't think there's not any, it, this isn't a milk stout. I, I imagine a lot of good chemistry beers are vegan, so I don't imagine there's any lactose in it. There's not, mm. um, but it's got that little hint of sweetness in the in the nose. Um, some of those malts as well kind of uh, are coming through, a little bit of chocolate as well in there. But it's quite a light nose, really. I suppose expected for something that's a bit 6%. Hmm. It's quite thin. It doesn't sort mm. of, you know, it doesn't coat the tongue and stick around. It's not kind of velvety. It is very, very light. Yeah, Doesn't... the good thing with mine is that it, it wasn't heavy even for a 10% mm. beer. It's mm. it's still just about medium bodied. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the smoke's going to add to that, make it feel a bit heavier. But it, yeah, it wasn't too thin, wasn't too heavy. So, But with a you know, 6% beer, obviously going to... Th- I think it's it's room enough to make a bit, you know, a bit more of a bolder medium body beer but mm-hmm. yeah if it's a breakfast oatmeal stout. <laughs> was it a stout or a porter sorry this was a, a, an oatmeal stout yes stout, um, okay. it is it's very very light uh, um, <laughs> that's kind of the biggest thing I'm taking away from it sort of straight away I'm getting a little bit of a kind of very very light dark chocolate uh, um, mm. in that there's not a huge amount coming through there's a touch of it in there as well but most of the flavor I'm getting through is this sort of slightly kind of burnt fruit sort of flavor again it's very mm. very light but it's got this kind of slightly burnt fruit into this again almost an earthy sort of note to it it starts to turn a little bit and give you sort of more towards the back end this kind of deeper more bitter kind of earthy notes in there so the beer does start off a little sweeter but you you get a few grades through it until it takes you down to that sort of bitter finish so there's something i could vibe with there's there's a little bit of a albeit very short journey in this beer it's incredibly dry though so <laughs> all of that is kind of like sucked out straight away you know that that journey is two seconds three seconds maybe mm. going, oh, it's the sweetness is gone it's into this earthy bitterness yeah. that follows but it's very kind of moorish i'm like oh what i want that start again let's go back to that and then when you have that and it hits and it goes and mellows down into this earthy kind of bitterness it, it's kind of like, oh, this is okay. I can sit with this for a bit. And then a couple of seconds later, it's like, no, I'd, I'd rather go back to that kind of sweeter yeah. start. So it's, it's kind of pushing me with its dryness and the way that that flavor changes to go back to it. Um, dangerous, very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think the other uh, um, recent stat, I might actually, maybe it wasn't a stat, maybe it was a Baltic Porter, uh, um, but Good Chemistry do a beer called Becoming North. Um, which mm. is, I 
think it's a multi-port, but it almost feels like it. This is a lighter version of that. Like this feels like it's. And I don't know where the, you know, I guess the oatmeal is most of the malts that have gone into this, but I don't get a huge amount of kind of oatiness. There's not like a creaminess to it. There's not a, a smooth kind of rich body to it. And I don't know, people have been chucking in oats into sort of IPAs and those kinds of things to maybe mm-hmm. thicken it up just a little bit. Um, but this doesn't have that, strangely enough. You know, when it's a lot of oats, it'd be interesting if there are any more um, things in there. It does say there's some malted barley in here as well. But whether it's it's just sort of gone, oh well, we're not thickening anything. Maybe just the ratio of the, uh, of what they've used. Um, but it's kind of one of those stouts where if someone said, "Oh, I don't know, I don't really fancy a stout," you know, I don't really, I don't really like stouts. You could probably mm. hand them this and go, "Look, it's a lot lighter. It's not got that thickness to it. You know, it's not like most people associate Guinness with stouts and think of that slightly more viscous, thicker." Uh, a kind of beer. This isn't that at all. It's 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 very light, it's very smooth as well. Um, but this would be definitely one of those. You could hand it to someone, and they you know they'd like they'd need to like a little bit of bitterness in their beers. Um, but it's it's like a gateway stout, I would say. Mhm. Mhm. We like our gateway things. We do. Yes. Yes. Oh, um, I need think... to some some interesting avenues. Yes, yes, they do. Like, um, uh, like uh, mixed fermentation beers that cost a packet. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All those ten percent stouts, fourteen percent stouts that yes. only get brewed kind of at certain times of the year. You just go, I'll mm. have ten of those, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to ship over. So uh, for this episode, I think we're gonna. Uh, um, it's gonna be a bit of a kind of. Uh, all over the place. Fast and loose. So, ben, it's going to be very fast loose. Fa- loose. Well, it will yeah. be fast and loose. Um, because, Lucy, <laughs> we are going to uh, watch and live react to uh, a Nintendo Direct, which is all about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Adel is going to be very disappointed that he's missed this segment on, on the podcast. <laughs> well, well, I wouldn't have known if it, like just if I hadn't just looked at because I completely forgot about it, even though I think I spoke to Francis about it yesterday because <laughs> uh, we recorded out of roof. He's completely forgot about it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it can just it shows you how much it's on your mind, you know, how much you're actually <laughs> thinking and, and, and waiting and wishing for this Super Mario Brothers uh, movie. Uh, but we've got a few minutes until it starts. Um, mm-hmm. uh, have you got any uh, uh, little updates on games or anything very, very short to to mention? Um, I guess I can just mention that I just started playing a, a little game called Dome Keeper oh, yeah. today. Um from Raw Fury. Um, I literally only started playing it like a couple hours ago, so very early. I played it in one of the Steam Next Fest demos mm. a couple months ago. Um, it's sort of like a 2D mining game where you like, it's sort of like Terraria. Um, mm. But the whole uh, gameplay loop is that you landed on some unknown planet and you're like this little with a person who has like these little wings and a drill and you're basically drilling down into the earth um, collecting these resources and on the top on the surface you have this dome hence dome keeper and that is basically your base and you're having to 
every now and then fight off these waves of enemies. It's sort of in like this horde mode kind of thing. Um, you have this laser that you can just blast them to pieces with. Um, it's kind of it's kind of crappy you landing on this you know this this foreign planet and then you're just taking out the the species who are like trying to get you and it's like you're the invasive one here mate you know it's just yep. like, but that aside um yeah very early on um it's probably going to be like a pretty short experience overall it's it's a road it's, it, i guess it's a roguelike or light mm. so um uh you can keep like one of your upgrades every new run um so like uh something that teleports you deeper than the um uh the mine or a explosive that you know replenishes every few minutes and you can um just blow up a block of you know uh debris and stuff like that mm-hmm. so so yeah it's it's got a cool gameplay loop it's nice and cozy it's very it seems like very small scale and i like that it seems like something that I won't have to. I won't be rogueliking for fifty hours. It'll probably sure. be something like ten hours or something. So yeah, nice. Yeah, it, I'm liking it so far. It sounds like it's similar to something like Kingdom, um, where yeah. you have yeah. a little bit of time to do the the kind of the gameplay stuff. So in Kingdom, it's all about exploration, and in Don't Keep It Sounds about exploration as well, but kind of down into the ground and collecting resources and stuff. And after a timer or something is 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 up. Um, it triggers a, a mm-hmm. bunch of monsters to come and attack, and you've got to sort of defend as best you can. Yeah, it's exactly that. Right. That's published by Raw Fury as well, isn't it? Kingdom. With, is it? Uh, I don't know if the first game was, but uh, I think maybe Newlands or uh, right. is that what it was called? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Was. something was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, pretty much exactly like that. Hmm. Something a bit more small scale, and um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, it, learning, you know, just getting on. I think I've died twice already, <laughs> and it's like just learning what better things I should do, where I should focus my resources, and everything like that. That's been super satisfying so far. So yeah, I like the gameplay loop. It's got nice pixel art. So yeah, I was, I was, I was in from <laughs> just from that. So. Are you playing on the Steam Deck? Of course, yeah. Ben. Of yeah. course. It seems yeah. like the perfect. And it works really well. Mhm. Just, just um, just start it up and go. Didn't have to change anything. So, yeah. Nice. But, I um, did see that Steam Decks are now available, kind of um, without uh, uh, having to like order them mm. as such. There's no like backlog for them anymore. They must have just ramped up uh, uh, production, and you can just go on and yeah. supposedly you can get one within about one or two weeks now. Yeah, which um, I mean. That'll mean it's just even more of an impulse buy for some people. So, I wink, might wink. have had a look earlier, just <laughs> to see. but you've you've got uh, willpower though. Something that I do not possess. Uh, you have willpower and kids. I have so, willpower and um, a, and a wife and kids who are like, please don't yeah. spend three hundred and fifty quid on something you really don't need. I'm like, but I do. Oh, you, I you do need it. You do. Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately, I'm looking at a laptop for work as well at the moment, which is considerably more expensive. But wipes mm-hmm. out the budget for both the PlayStation Five and uh, Steam Deck. So uh, back to square one, yeah. probably yeah. because I, work. I'll have to look at what you uh, sent us because um, mm. I, I bought a laptop this week for my mom, but it was like basic and it was right. two hundred and seventy pounds. So <gasps> I, I wonder what actual good laptops cost. Well, the, um, uh, yeah, I was looking at an LG, um, which was actually sent to me by mm-hmm. one of the one of the uh, my 
co-workers. Um, uh, it's only 8 gig of RAM, which is a bit of a, a, a bust. Um, I have to have a look and see if there's a way for, if there's any mm. additional slots or if I can just replace it with yeah. 16 or something like that. Um, but it's it's one of the better ones built for AutoCAD because I need it for work. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it was 16 or 1700 pounds. It's on sale for about 1100, I think. So you know, it's a deep discount on it. Um, yeah, it's a good discount. Yeah. But jeez, I didn't. I mean, it's been a while since I bought my Surface, and I've literally just dusted that off because that'll be good for my work um, yeah. for the time being. Mm. Uh, I leave. I can uh, <laughs> I can claim that back as well uh, yes. because it's for business. Always so helpful. that's another three hundred ish quid off. Uh, no. 250 or something like that roughly uh, but yeah uh, so uh, maybe but I was looking at Steam Decks just going no I can't oh, but that no, can be I a can't. laptop <laughs> <laughs> yeah just get a dock like, for it like and... drawings and like, oh, I <laughs> yeah. see it so small on here <laughs> I mean it's doable yeah maybe it's cheap it's a cheap computer (laughs) well I I think that's one of the the joys of it isn't it that it isn't as kind of most people I think would have expected uh, um, it to be you know the the OS is just Steam as kind of like the Steam Mm -hmm. machines that they wanted to kind of put out were um, as until you uh, um uh, managed to get out of big picture mode in the the, the old Steam Link that they um, that they made as well. Like it's just a way to be able to play anything you want really from your from, yeah. your, uh, from your PC. So it's a nice kind of just mobile PC, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's it's very good. I'm yeah. very happy with mine. And um, what's going on with this Nintendo thing? Uh, I don't know. Like, I was stalling I for mean, time a little bit. Um, I thought yeah, it was like, meant to start at nine, but um, well, I didn't. I didn't know what time it started. No, at, maybe it's a bit later. Um, yeah, well, at nine o'clock, sure. it jumped up from something like fourteen thousand Twitch viewers to just over like eighteen thousand, because uh, obviously everyone else thought it was at nine o'clock as well. But who knows? <laughs> I've, I've turned the volume up on it. It might just kick in suddenly at some um, point. Let's have a look. Um, I'm looking on Twitter to see what time it's That's it a good starts. idea. Uh, maybe I will just regale you a moment with um, what I've been playing. Because I have actually played and I have actually started a new game. Um, but it's not like a new Ooh. game. Hmm. Uh, I've... Oh! I'm not even going to... Oh, no, it's just an advert. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> the screen changed on Twitch. It's just it's just an advert. <laughs> well, that uh, means it's starting, right? It's, no, it's not, an not that kind of advert. Just a banner advert. Um, oh. So it just made the screen that little bit smaller to, to show it. Um, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, uh, the Viking one, The yes. Viking one, yes. The most recent one. Um, yeah, I've been playing Crusader Kings 3 a lot. And I'm like, oh, I, mm. I want something kind of in this realm you know i want something with this sort of setting and stuff and it's free on playstation plus uh whichever the middle tier whatever that's called so i thought why not i'll have a i'll have a look at it and so far um it's kind of one of those you know big open world games are my comfort food oh 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 it started it started (laughs) they better just show this trailer and so we can leave after this exactly it's better not be uh, uh, you know Fireside chat with Chris okay. Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me just double check. 
Oh, there's Miyamoto. I'm. That's made my day. Yeah. Always good is, seeing him. I'll just double check. Is OBS picking up Miyamoto? <laughs> oh, you're actually. I think it is. Yeah. Folks. Just want to make yeah. sure as well. This would be fine for the podcast. I'll turn it down a little bit. Fine for the podcast, but maybe YouTube might not like this. But we'll we'll mm-hmm. see because Nintendo are kind of you know yeah, known for being absolute hard asses on coming down yeah. for stuff. I just want to hear Keegan Michael Key as Toad. <laughs> I can show it off. Close oh, the browser. It'd be so it'd be so good if it's like a picture of Toad, but it's just like Keegan Michael Key's face on Toad, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> and he's doing his gangster voice like in Key and Peele sketches. That would be great. This is going to be the problem because okay. it's a direct. They feel like they need to push it. So much more, and like, let's just talk to people lots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for those uh, while they're chatting about this, I suppose I'll just quickly, yeah, I'm enjoying Valhalla. Um, I like mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed games, uh, uh, I, I almost like a bit of the monotony of it, you know, um, that yeah, open yeah. world kind of drudge of just exploring. <laughs> I barely played the campaign, um, I, I, I ran through sort of the first part quite early to get over to England to start right. to unlock the map. And I've just kind of oh, been yeah. wandering around and exploring been all of pillaging. these. Yeah, pillaging, okay. doing raids, uh, mm-hmm. um, looking through all of these like temples and uh, um, kind of ruins for treasure and that sort of thing, collecting mm-hmm. artifacts and stuff like that. And it's, I was like, yeah, it's fine. It's, it, 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 this didn't need to be an Assassin's Creed game. They could have absolutely yeah. have made a very competent open world Viking game, and it it almost but it would have been sold as well if it wasn't called yes, I mean, Assassin's Creed. Potentially, it, it it makes me kind of think why haven't Ubisoft kind of split the franchise a little bit? Because I think Assassin's Creed, you know, it came out of a Prince of Persia kind of mm-hmm. idea. Um, they managed to split it away from that. Maybe Prince of Persia was dying a little bit, and they're like, "Well, let's try something new." Um, it, it, you kind of almost want them to sort of split it again so like they just announced like three or four new assassin's creed games and you're like these don't all need to be assassin's creed games doesn't you don't need to worry about the assassin it's for the for the market and, and i suppose like you know if anyone who as you enjoy that game you know you you don't need the assassin's creed mm. thing you know so and i think they've, they've pretty much dropped the animus thing so it's like it's okay from your standpoint it's just everybody else who's like i don't know even who ubisoft are so why would i play valhalla when it's just called valhalla mm. on the on the box you know they need oh it's the new assassin's creed game yeah, i yeah. play these every year so yeah that's why like hyper unreal mm. historical action game yeah 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 um, i mean and they're making like 10 more aren't they yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but you yeah, could you could do like there. you know as uh, 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 playstation have done with like ghost of tsushima um assassin's mm. creed are now coming out with a a samurai one as well i think mm. and it, it is almost like well new ip New IP sells, you know. Ghost of Tsushima has has proven that, but yeah, yeah. is that because it's a first party game as well? I think that's why. And and you have like all those weird diehards who are like, we have to buy this game. Oh, why Sony will go into an oblivion <laughs> yeah. and all that crap. But um, yeah, just 
it's, it's weird with PlayStation in that sense, because there's like nobody buying Xbox first-party games, mm. they never were, that's why they stick them all on Game Pass. Switch, I, you know, Nintendo, I think they get by on the merit of just being good games. Yeah. Like, um, oh, oh. And the Sony ones are very good games. It, are the movies good? Weird. It's just starting. Here's the trailer. Miyamoto pointed at the screen <laughs> when it started. Mm. So... Did Mario die? Uh, I think I reckon oh, no. it must be That's Bowser lava. coming through, right? Yeah. Here he is. His Bowser and... Oh. I thought it was just his body on fire melting <laughs> yeah. into the ground. <laughs> yeah. No, that I'd see. I mean, so far, Bowser's got some kind of island that floats. I'm like, oh, it's the oh, it's sea. Maybe it's his airship. Well, it's like his no, airship volcano. Hmm. Eerie Pops. Chat mm, Black, isn't it? Yes, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very, I mean, I, I kind of didn't expect it to be this um, Looks, cartoony. Yeah, the animation, yeah. Mm. I thought, you know, maybe... The animation looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does look good, absolutely. Uh-oh, mm-hmm. penguins. <laughs> yeah, I... God, I, are they I like the minions? <laughs> I don't know what I expected from it really no neither do I I just expected it to be like meh it looks like a kids film mmm mm. I kind of thought it might have been more uh, more like um, like Detective Pikachu or Sonic where it's got this like real world kind of element with then right yeah um, stuff but that'd be really weird though I mean it would um, absolutely I wouldn't put it past Nintendo to do something like that yeah I actually liked that, um, which one was it? The Detective Pikachu yeah. one. I mean, I like Ryan Reynolds, I just think he's funny. Oh, I mean, uh, again, Mario looks a little bit. Uh, uh, right. Why does he look like Let's that? Let's wait to see what how he sounds. It's a me. <laughs> oh God, he's doing his Italian... Doesn't even sound like Keegan Michael Keegan. Yeah, they haven't got. I mean, <laughs> it just sounded like Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, the first line was definitely him doing his inner Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not being too racist with it. <laughs> well, and that's it. Um, sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bowser's in, yeah. a, in a floating volcano island attacking penguins. Mario appears in the Mushroom Kingdom and is very confused. Toad assaults him. And then Luigi's stuck in Luigi's Mansion 5 or something. You know. I really want another Luigi's Mansion game. I loved 3. Such a good game. I love those games. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. He started doing like slight Italian twang and then as you say the last line is just like yeah this sounds like Chris Pratt he's like let's um, go like, like, alright sure yeah cause he's just he's just got that one of those voices like I was watching I was at like you know spending time with my nephew and was watching some was it Disney Pixar some film with some goblins in it or something like that I don't know but but yeah I was like this voice sounds very familiar and he was like oh yeah it's Chris Pratt and it's like <laughs> or some other film, I don't know. He's in everything, isn't he? He's in I like the Lego movie. I like the Lego yeah, movie. Fair. So, but that's just a good movie. Yeah. Um, 
that's it. Extremely underwhelmed. Very underwhelmed. I mean, that's that's our but reaction. Even Ooh. having low standards, <laughs> even having zero standards, yeah. still underwhelmed. Being... But hey, a lot of people make good content out of it and get their clicks doing that. <gasps> I've seen the Mario. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. So is literally everybody else. But, um, Everyone that get their clips. searching through so it for all of the little Nintendo Easter eggs, probably you know, they'd be like, oh, look, those yeah, three yeah. images in the back—that's the ice climbers just right at the back yeah. of the penguins. Or something I mean, like that, that would be fun if it was like an actual game, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, not a film. Um, yeah, yeah. Mario Brothers Three is a good game. Yeah, probably one of the best games of all time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that game. I mean, it probably <laughs> takes you a little bit longer to beat than uh, than the movie will take, but it's probably a better use of your time. Oh god, yeah! Like just sitting down for two hours playing through Mario Three is like that's like a Friday night, yeah. you know, with a nice bottle of beer and yeah. you know, some nice food, dim the lights, <laughs> put on a, you know, put a candle on. <laughs> Play Mario Bros. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, what else do you want in life? Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, any any further thoughts about uh, Valhalla then? Uh, uh, it, the, the, my kind of my final thought is it's massive. It is absolutely mm. huge. As I said, I've just been exploring. <laughs> so like, I'm only in like this first area, right? Um, <laughs> and there's uh, where am I? Uh, I can't remember the. Counties because they're not the county names, they're like the Viking Essex. Sort of like, yeah, I'm not in uh, Essex, <laughs> I don't think Essex exists, it's East Anglia. Um, but I'm not okay. I'm not in East Anglia yet, I don't think. Um, just got off the uh barge from Felix, though. Yeah, well, yeah, they, they kind of <laughs> enjoyed a massive queue of lorries. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first. And they're basically like, we've come through and we're going to just go and set up a small little town. We're going to inhabit this abandoned town. It's almost like right in the middle of the map. So you're like right up by like Leicester. And it's Mm -hmm. only the east. And it's a very truncated Mm -hmm. version of of England. And it runs from, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it does does hit like uh, Wessex. So it's running down to like Winchester all the way up to like Northumbria. Um, Mm -hmm. But it only cuts into like Gloucester, so I think Gloucester mm. might be in it, but like Bristol isn't. It doesn't head yeah. into Wales at all. It doesn't go up into Scotland, um, and then it just jumps across to Ireland in the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nothing in between Leicester and Ireland, but you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> just see. Yeah, I, I mean, I've so far the only place I've been to is uh, a town which I've never heard of before. Well, I don't know whether mm-hmm. this place even exists anymore. E- even if the name has changed, you know, if it is a town and the name potentially would have changed, or whether it's just a little market town that I've never heard of. Yeah, it's before. called um, Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Swindon, mate. No one ever wants to go yeah. there. Skegness. <laughs> that sounds like a very Nordic Viking name, isn't it? Skegness. It does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to go around and be like, oh. Because okay, they're all like, led, it's not it's not Leicester, it's Led Dead de Shear or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, like the slightly old English slash Norse or, 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 or Angle slash Saxon mm-hmm. slash Norse kind of uh, words for it. So it's, I, I, again, it's one of the things I like about this element. It's why I really liked Assassin's Creed Origins was that like historic element to it. I'm like, fucking Egypt mm. is cool. 
Like old Egypt is cool. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. want to know kind of more about this. Vikings, I really like Vikings. That's fucking cool. And older, like you know, England in the kind of turn of the like tenth century kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So when it's... did the Romans come over? Like when? How come there's like no bath? Oh, uh, the game? Romans are like four hundred BC yeah, to like, so like... four hundred AD ish in in the UK. Yeah, maybe. they lasted a while. So so where's the uh? Where the Roman baths? So uh, there probably will be some. So I've seen some ruins already, um, and I think they're taking a bit of artistic license on some of this. So there's mm. big statues, large, large statues, which I'm like, well, I don't think that's Roman. That's more like Greek. Uh, this is and the the Doric columns that you've got in here seem a mm. little bit off. They seem a little bit more Greek than Roman. But okay. um, I imagine they've done a lot of research into. Oh god, yeah. If there's have. anything you can give them credit for, it's um, that kind of attention to detail. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it spurred into me being like, "Wow, this is a cool structure in this place. I wonder if this actually still exists, or some part of this mm-hmm. still exists here in the country. And it's now like a protected monument or something like that, or just the foot of this giant statue is the only thing yeah. that's actually left." Because some fucking someone got pissed and knocked it down or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just lend on yeah. it a bit too long. Uh, like mate, Leicester lost four Is... two. I just I just fell yeah. into it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, but I I know Ubisoft sometimes get a bit like a bit funny with that stuff and take you know. Don't always take themselves too seriously. Mm. So I can imagine like some of the drunk British accents in, in that game um, probably being very good. Uh, do they have that... Is it called the Discovery Mode? Uh, that they had in uh, the Egyptian one? Yeah, I don't know. Have I, that haven't, in this? Um, I haven't looked at that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I did go around uh, Egypt in Discovery Mode because you could be different mm-hmm. characters and like just walk the map. As, as different characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll be Cleopatra and just wander around the map. Just get into some hygiene. Did you get bitten by an asp? No. <laughs> no, I think I got <laughs> very, like very close to a crocodile. Um, okay. <laughs> but they don't do anything, because it's discover mode. It's like everything, just AI, apart from uh, like, yeah. you know any aggressive AI behavior is just like turned off. So you can bump mm-hmm. into soldiers constantly just like push them over and stuff and they're like and just wander around <laughs> um, but yeah I, I haven't had a look at um, a, a discovery mode in, in Valhalla but I would imagine there is mm-hmm. one um, I think with Origins it came you know, it's like a, a, a like an update to the game like six months or three months or something after it released um, so I don't know for Valhalla but yeah I would imagine yeah. it's there. this game is now what a year old Maybe. I thought it was two at this Maybe. point. Maybe, yeah, it might be two. Yeah. Um, is there an Assassin's Creed two. game this year? Maybe? Uh, I don't I know. don't Who think knows? so. Fuck Play their games on the free wherever <laughs> you can if you want to enjoy them. Um, but yeah. I imagine I'll oh. be playing that kind of for the foreseeable until A Plague Tale comes out in like two weeks' oh God, yeah, time. Yeah. I need to play the first one still. But it's um, great. First one's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started playing it. I was just very impressed by just like the presentation of it, and um, then an actual plague happened, and I just didn't want to actually play <laughs> the rest of it. So yeah, it's one of those. I think yeah. Well, mate, at uh, least that I, one's I could in France. Definitely get back on. So you know, 
Yeah, sure. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Which is where I'd rather be if there was a clay, because at least I'd get, you know, like, nice wine and cheese. Well, that's Whereas true. here, you know, we, 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 we don't get cheese. Just I mean, potatoes, like, pri- The Prime Minister's, like, up in arms about the fact that, you know, we have to import cheese. Yes. Um. <laughs> it's a disgrace. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell! Have we have we recorded since fucking Truss became prime minister? <laughs> who who knows? But Jesus Christ! Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it would be good to see that party just dissolve into nothingness. They'll just have to, you know, just just won't be here. <laughs> won't be there anymore. They just melt. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you like to, to see us out for the episode, Lucy, on any other games that you've been uh, playing? Um, yeah, um, I did play a game a few weeks ago. Uh, the embargo was up last week, but obviously we didn't record last week. But um, this is a very Lucy game. It's a point-and-click adventure game. Um, came out before Monkey Island. Okay. Um, no, 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 sorry, it's come out after Monkey Island. It came out last week. But I played it before Monkey okay. Island. Um it's called The Excavation of Hobbs Barrow. Mm. And it's interesting for you to start talking about Valhalla because it has got a... It's set in England, it's set on the moors, and it's got that. It's got a, such a wonderful atmosphere. It's pixel art, yeah. and it's got these like really highly detailed like close-ups on characters, these portraits and stuff like that. It's, it's very, you know, stunning, and it's there to unnerve as well. Um, but yeah, it's got a very atmospheric, set on the moors... You know, misty, mysterious <laughs> moors, and it's it's set around the, I guess, around the turn of the industrial revolution, probably a few years into it. Um, got this um, uh, this woman, who's uh, I forget her name because it's been two weeks since I played it <laughs> more. Um, but yeah, she's she's come up from London. She goes to a you know, very small little town. Um, and as someone who's lived in cities all my life, uh, I can, <laughs> I can definitely, uh, vibe with that because yeah, um, not calling country folk weird. They're very <laughs> splendid, nice people, but it's like, we're not in Kansas anymore. Oh, so yeah. it's definitely that kind of feel. But, um, and yeah, it's like, this is, uh, you know, it's just, Okay, there's one train and the train tracks are broken now. There's no way out of this place. There's no, there's no mobile phones. There's, um, you know, it, she's there to do an exca- excavation of a barrow called Hobbs Barrow mm-hmm. in this little town. And uh, her assistant is meant to meet her there, but he just doesn't show up. And it's like, oh, can't call him or anything. I'd have to write him and <laughs> the letter get to him in six weeks or something. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's got one of those... Uh, you're a you're a stranger in a very strange place, yeah. and um, you know she's a very confident woman even for the time. Um, and yeah, it it a lot of the game is about actually <laughs> meandering around the uh, local townsfolk to actually you know get permission to dig up this Hobbs bar- this barrow sorry right. uh, called Hobbs Barrow because um, it's got the game's got a very you know spooky undertone. I don't want to spoil it, mm-hmm. but it's like okay, there's something up with this barrow. Um, the townsfolk don't want to talk about it. They're very reticent to even, you know, mention it. And it's like, well, you know, their moors are haunted and all that kind of stuff. And it, it does have that, like, really good, as I say, atmosphere where it's like, it's not hokey. It isn't like, oh, you know, small English town, weird people. 
sort of like um is it hot fuzz yes yeah <laughs> like that it's not it's not very you know hokey and over the top and comedian like that it has a genuine sense of you know being unnerved mm. um but yeah, it's it's a straightforward point and click um, adventure game. You know, got your inventory. You're uh, you know adding items to each other, looking around the environment, um, looking for things to interact with. And yeah, it's I think it's probably about four hours. Um, mm. Mileage might vary. Um, I it, it's 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 a you know signs of a good point and click adventure game where yes, I was playing pre-release. Um, I think they offered me a a guide as well, but didn't need it. Nice. Didn't didn't um, didn't even have the inclination to look at it. Um, and yeah, everything was just everything. You know, the puzzles were logical enough, and um, everything just fell into place. And I think uh, rather than the challenging nature of the puzzles, I think the enjoyment to have for, to have from it is just being in that atmosphere and. The voice acting is really good with all the characters and stuff like that, and just being in that kind of different space. Um, you don't see many games <laughs> sitting like on the moors mm. um, in the middle of like the English countryside. So, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just one of those games that I just put up on my Steam Deck and just played in pretty much a few settings. Just, just all I wanted to play, and yeah, it was good. I really nice. Enjoyed and it. I, I think as you said, sort of one of the. Um, first description was unnerving and um, mm-hmm. I went on the Steam page and seen from uh, Wadget Eye as well um, and mm-hmm. then watching that trailer and seeing some of those animations of those like very close up <laughs> pixel art faces and the cats yeah. and things like that and you're like oh yeah they they, they absolutely loved making this and putting yeah. putting this together <laughs> just the way that the, the animation works when their sort of their face changes mm-hmm. very slightly like oh yeah they, they absolutely loved this yeah, <laughs> just make it look as weird as, as possible, you <laughs> yeah. know. Just like, yeah, just like that kind of like uh, Moomin kind of, uh, just like those mm. weird cartoons, like just like make everything look as weird and unsettling as possible. But yeah, um, Wadget Eye Games published it, um, and you know they're known for publishing and making, you know, some of the best uh, mature mm. uh, point-and-click adventure games. Um, and and yeah, developers cloak and dagger games. Um, yeah, really good. I I recommend it. It's it's a very good point and click game. It's it's something where it's like, oh, it wasn't completely outshone by like Monkey Island, mm-hmm. uh, Return to Monkey Island, which which it absolutely could have been. But I think a lot of people will come off the back of Monkey Island and think, I'm I'm in this headspace. I want to play another point and click adventure game. Go pick up that. Oh. Nice, nice. You won't I, be disappointed. I imagine the tone of it is completely different to Monkey Island uh, yes. as well. Like it, yeah. they're, they're kind yeah. of almost opposite ends of that kind of uh, spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's um, it isn't you know like overly sad or morose or anything. Or it, it it's still got you know a bit of humour to it. Uh, the main character she's sort of like got a you know very confident in herself, and she's she's like a Lara Croft. I mean, she mm. sounds like. Um, Lara Croft in like those new Tomb Raider games. Um, I was like, is this the same voice actress? I'm like, no. Very um, but as I say, the voice acting is very good. Yes, very mm. British and very, you know, uh, clippy and very very proper. Sure of herself. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It's very confident. But um, yeah, I, the, I think the voice acting is definitely one of the the high points for it. It gives that whole, you know, 
world and the characters so much life and vibrancy and it just it's all the better for nice. it so. uh, how, how yeah. long was it uh, about four hours I think but no, or no probably about six okay. probably about six hours to be fair yeah because um, not every puzzle was you know I wasn't stuck on any puzzle for too long um, but yeah so I'd probably say about six hours nice. um, Do, but yeah how yeah. long was Monkey Island <sighs> Let me get it up on. Because I would, you, uh, you would. I think that was about twelve. Yeah, I was gonna. I'd almost expect like Monkey that. Island to be a, a much bigger beast, as well. Yeah. Uh, um, and I refused to look up any guides, and I didn't need to. Yeah. I think there was only one puzzle I was stuck on, but I figured it out eventually. But, um, and I played on the monkey mode or whatever it is where, it's meant to be harder. Yeah. You got an easy mode and. Yeah, return return to Monkey Island is very good. I really enjoyed that. It was um, it was not. It was just like coming back home. You know what yeah, I mean? Just yeah. that, that title screen and that music. It's just like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I so, so I know Ron. Uh, 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 they got a load of shit for um, the change in art style. Um, yeah, I, I really yeah. like the way that it looks. I actually like that that change, that difference in art style. Did it did it feel any different? Um, because I I was someone the completely opposite like kind of uh, camp. I didn't like the art style. Mm. Um, when I first saw it, I obviously wasn't an asshole about it going on Twitter <laughs> saying, "Oh, you know." It's just like I'm still going to play this game, yep. you know, no matter what it looks like. It could look like a Xbox 360 game from 2007 and just brown. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to play it, but it it worked. It looks so much better in motion. Right. Because I didn't, I, I didn't want to look at any trailers or anything like that. I wanted to go in completely blind, so I didn't look at any of like, you know, pre-release material. But actually seeing it in motion, it makes such a difference. It's so much more beautiful, mm. and it's like I completely one eighty and turn around on the art style. Like the second I got in it, so you know, if you if you look at it and just think, oh, not for me. Actually, try playing yeah. it, or you know, and then um, yeah. Ju- it's it's really good, but um, in terms of feeling any different, it just felt like a Monkey Island game, and I think um, the best thing that they did was just making it feel like a, just a continuation from where they left off mm. without with making obviously you know quality of life changes. Somewhere I'm not too. I I, I prefer like the old way, like just using the scum engine. I'd love that with just verbs and. You know, not giving like contextual hints, like don't tell me if I drag this item onto this what the outcome was be it would be. Just it gives you a little bit of text. It's like no, just let me let me go in blind mm. and like listen to whatever the dialogue is. Um, because yeah, I think the the biggest the biggest you know hallmark of a good point and click adventure game is putting being able to you know use an item and use it on something else that is not meant to be used. And hear the quippy dialogue yep. of like, this won't work, or what are you thinking, or that's kind of an insane idea, I like it, or something like mm-hmm. that, you know, just, and obviously that's budget and time, you know, <laughs> and this game, you can tell that, you know, you can tell it's had money for and behind it, right. the quality's there, but it's still money, time, writing, um, but yeah, that, that's that's the sign of a good point and click game, and I wish, I wish it had more of okay. that, but um. But but yeah, I think 
just bringing it in for a, a new audience, giving quality of life um, updates. It's got enough fan service, you know, it references the old games. And it's about Guybrush coming back to something he did like 20 years ago and seeing how everything's different. Mm. And it's got a kind of like a meta level where it's like the creators talking about, you know, coming back to something that completely like defined them mm. and just having to come back to it. And um, there's when you finish the game, uh, there's there's a note where, which they wrote at the start of the development Um and what they, you know, hope to make and how they wish they turn, it turned out. And it's just such a sweet thing where it's like they're saying, we don't know how this is going to go, but we, we, you know, this is how we were 30 years ago when we made the first one. We're completely different. We've got, you know, families, kids yeah. and stuff like that. We're just making this from a whole new perspective and, you know. It, yeah, it was really sweet. And I think it obviously a labour of love. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it's fantastic. I really love that game. It's it's one of my favourites this year, nice. for sure. And I hope they just, just make more. I mean, how much money does Disney have? Just, just, just throw money at them. <laughs> <laughs> make new new adventure games. It doesn't have to be a Monkey Island or a Day of the Tentacle or anything like Maniac Mansion or <laughs> Indiana Jones. It doesn't have to be any of those. It just makes something else. Like This, this genre is not dead. It was like one of the best-selling games, like the first week it came out on the Steam mm, chart, so. Mm. Why won't they make more, Ben? I, I, I mean, I know... What are they called? Lucas Film Games? Yeah, I think they changed the name there. Yeah, Lucasfilm. Um, they like. obviously want to, or, or by looking at kind of, you know, the idea of a rebrand and those kinds of things... Looking at what they can do, having a bit more control, I think, over uh, maybe like Lucas Arts or, or, or Lucas mm-hmm. Film franchises and having a bit more of a hand in stuff. Uh, maybe not like George Lucas level hand in stuff and yeah. actually killing projects completely. Um, but you would think that, yes, this game has, if this game has done well, um, that. It's a very Certainly. kind of like by the numbers sort of thing. Like, yes, it's done well. Let's like yeah. greenlight the the pre production of the next game and see how that feels as it as it goes through development. Um, but because they have such small development times as yeah. well, they were saying this took two years, and it's like even even for like you know modern day standards, like like. You know, they that would be the sort of sort of time that they took to make them thirty years ago. Yes, you know, it's yeah, not a yeah. massive amount of difference. You know, and it's just thinking that quick turnaround. That's just money sitting there. You know, um, and obviously maybe the creators had like uh, ideas that they wanted them been sitting on those for years. But it's like, come on, you can. Yeah, I suppose it, again, it's, that, it's how quickly that. Pre, you know, they went. Well, actually, the pre-production phase is really quick because we've we've got it. It's done. Actually, two years because it's mostly True. production. Now, if they were to start again, is there a, a, an easy idea to jump onto or something that has already mm-hmm. been fleshed out? Maybe it's a three-year kind of window because they spend a year in kind of pre-production and, and, and stuff like that. But it will be interesting to see how Lucasfilm Games starts to put yeah. content out. We'll only ever see that over the next three, five years and, and how they follow up yeah, on right. stuff, really. So, yeah, I can see your yeah, point. because, I mean... It's- this is Disney, isn't it? And like all I've been hearing for like the last several months was like, oh, everyone's making like every comic book figure that you can 
think has had a movie in the last 20 years is getting a game now. So it's like, if you're going to burn us out on, like, Disney crap, like, you know, at least do good Disney, you know, things under the Disney umbrella. Um, I don't need an Iron Man game or a seventh Spider-Man game or whatever the flip else they're making, you know what I mean? It's just like... It's, it's like, it would be more exciting if it was like, because when Spider-Man came around, it's like, okay, they haven't done Spider-Man since like, there's really bad Activision games mm, or whatever, mm. since like 2013 or something. This is novel. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a good game. <laughs> now it's just like, okay, who wants to make a uh, Disney game or a Star Wars game or a whatever yeah, yeah. Marvel game? And they're just like, oh, you, you developer, you've got... Oh, you you were incorporated yesterday in this two of you, and you're in like I don't know a basement in Georgia, um, the country, and it's just like okay, here's the why don't you do Ant Man then, um, and you do peasants over there, um, but even then, what are you be? It, it's one of those where they're like, oh yes, of course, Crystal Dynamics, makers of single-player Lara Croft games, <laughs> please now make us a mm. multiplayer live service yeah. game based on the Avengers. It's it's weird, right? And and I can see why they've gone with like Insomniac for say like a Wolverine game, you know, single-player, um, story-driven kind of game. You bit more action focused yeah you're going to go to them for that kind of thing that's it that's a smart kind of move um it, it, it's it's going to be so interesting to see how these things kind of play out you know they've gone I, to i'm already i'm already sick of them. Yeah. Well, who's making midnight suns it's not is it not fire axis isn't that like fire axis um, it might be uh, but again midnight suns yeah. is going to be more like an ex-commie yeah. type uh experience yeah and that's and that and that's yep. good that's yep. fun like they Diversify Absolutely. the portfolio yes. at least, but you can imagine that all of these are just going to be third. But they're like Sony. What are you doing? Oh, just third person games. They all sell ten million each. Yeah. Why don't we make seven of those too within two years? And it's just going to be like, oh my <laughs> god, there's going to be nothing different. It's going to be a palette swap. It's going to. They might um, as well just share the engine, share the tech, share yeah, the source yeah. code, and just do. You know, oh, let's make Spider Man into Ant Man. They've got the same moveset. <laughs> you know, they're all in Fortnite. Just rip it from Fortnite. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tencent oh, and Sony are assets. kind of hand in hand, aren't they? They've both got a stake in Epic and stuff like that. So you, it's, it's all just going to merge it's into one worse. thing at some point, isn't it? It's just going to be human. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, human, the Superman. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a normal bloke walking around the streets just with a briefcase. <laughs> Hitting people with it constantly, <laughs> like oh, oh my god, it's like real life. Like yeah, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. We see this, and I'm sure a lot of these games will be good quality, but it's like less is more. You know, I I I don't need all these games, and you know, I don't know why I'm complaining because I'm not going to play any of them. But it's the fact that I don't want to hear about them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being selfish. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the new Ant Man game. Will this be any different? No. It'll be the same sludge that everyone consumes. Do you know what, do you know so. what could be different? And do you know what I think would work very, very well? Mm. Would be like a Metroidvania-style oh. blade game. Sold. <gasps> With Wesley With Wesley. Oh, yes. oh, absolutely. Okay. Not <laughs> Marsh, uh, oh, bollocks, what's his name? Um... Marshall Ali yeah, or something. Uh, the new guy. Um, I, 
I, I know his name. I know he was in one thing. I didn't know he was... I, a Blade? Are they making a new yeah, Blade movie? Blade with, with him. Marshalala Ali. Is that his name? Um, yeah. Yes. He, he as is, soon as someone says Marshall, <laughs> I was like, oh, are they talking about that guy? <laughs> yeah. He is the, he is the yeah, new he's um, Blade. Yeah. Um, when's that coming out? I've got no idea. Um, but, and you know, oh. to coincide, or, you know, a little bit before the release, or even a little bit after, who cares? Bring it at some point. Yeah, like a Metroidvania, two, 2D Metroidvania Blade okay. game. Okay. That's, that's what I want. Okay. Okay, Ben, you know how to, you know, pitch me a game. <laughs> Here's ten billion pounds. Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> I am. You were incorporated yesterday. No I'm experience. That one guy in the, in just the room. Yes, of course. Uh, in the basement in Georgia. Yeah. Ben <laughs> makes games. Um, <laughs> sure. What a perfect place for us to finish <laughs> for this week. Uh, we'll return to our mm. beers briefly. Uh, Lucy, uh, uh, um, mm. back to you for the smoky imperial stout. Which I've yeah, forgotten the name of. Puma something. Uh, Fuma something. It's a, it's a name that I don't expect you to remember. It's Fuma Papa. Um, still got like... <laughs> I've still got like half the can left as right, well. Yeah, sure, so it's just one of those. It's just it's just a beautiful one to, just to sip on. It's like at no point during our conversation um, have I felt the need just to, you know, keep sipping. Mm. Um, it, it just... Has such a lovely lingering flavour. Um, I could see like it's a four forty mil can. Maybe you might get sick of it by by the time you get to the end of it. So maybe it could be like a three hundred and thirty, especially ten percent. But yeah, it's it's it just sits on the palate so well. It's um, as I say, smoky. It's deep. It's it's got you know bundles of that bitter smoky oaky flavor um yeah it's starting to feel it too nice. so, <laughs> two thumbs up perfect <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean they're just a very good brewery i don't think i've had a bad beer from them so. no I, I have to seek them out i don't think i've had a beer from them yet oh okay so, yeah. but it's literally um uh Sturchley wines is the only place that i see stocking mm. them so uh, I mean, I spoke to him about it when I went there last, and well, he likes them. So, oh, fair. yeah, I mean, if you like a beer and you're in a shop, then yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chances are you're gonna go seek them out. So, yeah, I'm glad he's doing good. It. Good. Um, uh, for me, the good chemistry throwing shade was very consistent. Um, I had a similar flavour profile and that that little kind of as i said that kind of few second journey that you get sticks around that that doesn't fade that quickly you know it doesn't just turn into that more earthy bitter beer some of those mm. flavors dull a little bit but you're still getting that difference in flavor even though it's even lighter um in the in the back half of the beer um you're still getting that journey through going and that, that, i'm still mm. getting that touch of sweetness and then it's hitting into that more earthy kind of bitter finish um it went down very very easily and part of that is because it was dry and i'm like oh no, it's, it's mm. gone i need a little bit more i need a little bit more um, yeah i, I think yeah. i probably finished it like 10 15 minutes ago to be fair so it, <laughs> okay. it took me maybe half an hour 
to, to, to drink a full 40 can um, because it was constantly sort of like, no, you should be drinking. Even when we were chatting, I'm like, I'm so dry, yeah, I need yeah. something. Uh, um, I think you could absolutely fall into that trap with this one mm. as well, but it, it's one of those where it's like, even though it might dry you out a bit, you've got enough of that flavour to just see you through yeah. anyway. So, yeah. yeah, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's, but... if you want it to last a little bit longer, you could always, you know, just just have a glass of water next to you. So when that dries yeah. out instantly, just to have a sip, give yourself a you know a, a minute or two before you kind of go back to the beer. Otherwise, you are sipping every 20 seconds and it will disappear mm-hmm. very, very quickly. But it's it's light enough that I could have had another can. If this had been uh, good chemistry's old, like what uh, were they 500 mil bottles or were they 660 mil bottles? Yeah, the uh, huge bottles that they like used there. to do. Oh, if that had been in, in they were yeah, if that had been in this, it, that hmm. would have been so easy. You you could have, or I could have very easily had you know a much larger yeah. uh, um, portion of this, and it just not. Do they not do those bottles anymore? Because no. I love no. them. I really like them. They moved to cans. They're just like. Yeah, but I thought like maybe, maybe just in Bristol or something they'd still do cat uh, no, bottles and it's no, like unfortunately they were big boys and I like those yeah, big boys. Yeah, they were good. But again, they, that was several years ago now, was it? About pandemic, early twenty twenty maybe yeah. times oh, that wow. they switched to uh, to cans. I'm glad it's been that long. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. the funny thing is that they switched to cans and yeah, get even less of those beers. In Birmingham, I just don't see them. Um, so it's like, uh, isn't this meant to help? You know, in terms of like shipping and yeah, broaden broaden the the, the, the market a little bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, it's it's very like, I don't know whether it's cyclical, but hmm. uh, and I, I haven't been over to Bottles and Books, which I think is probably like the premier bottle shop in Bristol now. Um, but Lewis was getting. Um, you know, uh, attic, dig, glass house yeah. down from Birmingham. And I haven't seen them anywhere else. Um, I don't know whether he's still getting them down into the into the box shop because I haven't been over there for yeah. a good few months. It's, it's months actually. It's months and months and months since I've been over there. Um, but uh, be interesting to see when I go in, kind of what is on offer because I think it's almost yeah. sort of like suddenly you go like, oh, we haven't had anything from these guys for a while. And you're like. Oh, and they're also surrounded by Attic and all of these other people as well. Let's just have a big order from Birmingham and get them <laughs> yeah. down a bit. Or let's yeah. go out and get like pressure drop and everyone sort of like um, the, uh, on the Bermondsey kind of beer mile. Let's let's get stuff over from them and, and things. I think it almost is a bit cyclical in terms of because you've only got a finite space to be able to showcase certain yeah. beers. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? I don't run a bottle shop. I've got no idea. Um, Sadly, we don't. Well, it's probably good because I, I always think I just may be terrible. Me stock. owning a bottle shop, yeah. you get no work done. Um, We'd be dead in like twenty four seven podcasts. A uh, new beer every oh every thirty minutes. Yeah, um, out of yeah. business within three days. Um, <laughs> Should we do it anyway? <laughs> just. For- <laughs> Let's, Fuck it. We may well, ruin mortgages, ourselves, but we'll have a good they, time. They've taken it. all the mortgages away. There's no point in buying houses anymore. Yeah. Let's just spend all of our money 
on, exactly. on beer and, uh, and yeah. yeah podcasting. I was looking to buy one, and then uh, I mean, good job yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I think everyone would just be like, no, sorry, shut the door mm, on me now. Unfortunately, um, let's finish there for this week. Uh, if you would like to talk to us about the beers that you're drinking, all the games you're playing, or you watch the really shit Mario trailer and you want to tell us about it, you can at Tanked Upcast over on Twitter or on Instagram. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Lucy is. Um, at Juicy Lucy 9. We're both over on Twitter most of the time. Well, not like most of the time. That's where our social media presence is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've been more on Twitter now. Not doing anything. I don't mm. tweet. Just, just, just liking at things shit. about... Yeah, it's that you know the economy crashes. You know silver oh, linings. The memes have Twitter, been great. Twitter's a great place. Twitter's <laughs> an absolutely great place for anti-tourist sentiment. Um, yeah. yeah, that's why I've been on there lately. It's it's cathartic. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so, um, yeah. If you'd like to talk to us on the daily basis, you can do so if you join us in our Out of Lives Discord and hit one of us up, and we will absolutely send you a link and get you uh, over. Or if you hit me up, I'll ask Ben. I do. <laughs> and then I'll send a link. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us any long form thoughts, we are tanksupcast.gmail.com as well. Remember to go to outoflives.net to look at all the articles and everything else that we post. Adol has started his new job, which is uh, why he's yeah. on a little bit of an extended hiatus, even with us missing a few a episodes as well. But he did throw up before he started a few videos about the Turtles Cowabunga collection, which he spoke about a couple of weeks ago as well. So mm-hmm. there's some gameplay videos up on outoflives.net too and over on our YouTube page. Like, rate, leave a comment, do all of those things on your podcast service of choice because it's really, really helpful. And tell a friend because sharing is caring, as I have to keep repeating constantly at the moment. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Yes, no, not just randomly to myself, to, to, to small people. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, tell your friends, join the conversation, join us for a beer as well. If you're in Bristol, if you're in Birmingham, yeah. hit us up, let us know what's going on. If we're at festivals, come and join I mean, us. Yeah, I mean, uh, social places will be less social going into the winter and people not being able to heat their homes. Well, I guess more people probably go out. That's it, we just have to leave them. Just sit in Starbucks, yeah, yeah, unless you're sitting in Starbucks. Like, ah, the corporations can Um, pay for our heating. Perfect. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Unfortunately, we are heading towards a corporate dystopia, aren't we? So, might as well get it in now, hadn't we? Um, save all your money. Have fun with it. Have fun with the, you know, the, the revolution um, that, that I'm sure to happen soon <laughs> enough. Um, have fun. Have fun with the anarchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect. As much fun as you A can. perfect sentiment to finish on. Thank you very much for joining us this week. <laughs> we have been tanked up and we will catch you soon. Bye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> www.outoflives.net